0: Hello and welcome to Business Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun hello and welcome to episode number 29. now today's episode um, it's been prompted by someone that I've been working with recently and it's it's like prompted a pretty big reflection piece for myself and I think it's it's a really important you know topic to share with you guys because sometimes I do forget how big this was for me. And quite frankly, it was the driver behind the business that I have now. Um, so the title of the podcast is Self-Doubt and Self-Deprecating Thoughts. Um, and that's what I'm going to be talking with you about today and, and kind of explain to you and, and let you in on a little bit um, around how those thoughts really minimized my business growth and what I did and hopefully share some stuff with you guys around what you can do. Um, what I did to help myself through that negative self talk, in order to grow personally. But when I grew personally, oh my gosh, it affected the growth of my business so much. Um, and I I feel sometimes quite detached from that period of my life because I'm like I've evolved so much and I'm such a different person now. Um, but when the the lady was asking me all these questions that those were the answers that I kept coming back to. Like this is how I was able to get the business growth that I've got. And this is why I've been able to create the businesses that I have now. So that's where I'm going to go with you today. So self-doubt and self-deprecating thoughts is, is the name of the podcast. Um, and what was basically happening is I had Kara, um, a copywriter come in and she was looking to write like a whole new website, um, all the content out on the new website that I've got coming for my mentoring business. Um, Um, And of course, naturally, she was asking me questions around who I am, why I got into the industry, you know, what I enjoy, who I serve, like just everything that someone would need to obviously like mold messages and mold content around who I am and and the products and services that I offer. And some of the questions that she was asking was um, the biggest one that has prompted such realization and reflection for me was what, like, what did you work through in order to Get to the position that you're in now, and it wasn't exactly that. Like I'm totally paraphrasing, um, but it was like some questions around if someone wanted to get the same results that you've got, like what would you be suggesting, or um, and other stuff was like if someone wanted to get like grow their business to the point where where you're at or someone wanted to open a gym, um, take me through like the struggles and challenges that you went through in order to get the outcomes that you wanted. Um, so she like asked one or two questions, but this is where my mind went when I was asked, answering those questions for her. And the reason she was asking these questions is because I'm actually creating a program for coaches. Um, and the program is quite literally all about what someone needs to be doing in their business in order to have it grow and continue to grow to get obviously the outcomes for themselves as a business owner, but the outcomes for their clients. Um, and as I'm been creating the model and creating like different modules to put in the site and, and to present and all that kind of stuff, um, like there's obviously things from a skill set point of view that have been coming up and I've been writing a lot of content about and creating videos and all that kind of stuff. But equally important is the mindset work around tackling these different tasks. Um so the way that we've like kind of reframed it now and the way I like to think about it because Kara wrote this in some of the copy that she provided to me is that when I think about the growth that I've had, it's all about methodology and mindset. Like I don't believe that you can have all the skill sets, all the methods, all the strategies, you know, tasks, how-tos, frameworks, whatever. You can like, you can totally have all those things, but if you don't have the confidence, the mindset, the growth mindset, the, you know, the drive to continue to take action and move through the excuses that you're giving yourself or the legitimate reasons that are appearing, the struggles, the challenges. If you can't physically move through those things and control your mindset to tackle those challenges, like methodology is nothing. Um, And so when I was, you know, going and, and doing all this stuff for her and creating the the modules for my mentoring program that's starting, it just kept coming back to methodology and mindset over and over and over again. And I've been in this big planning stage of what I want to deliver for this program um, and what are the outcomes that I want these coaches to actually gain from the program. And, you know, I can give all the frameworks and how-tos and strategies. Like I can tell someone how to do this and I can give them options on pricing and options on models and and things to look out for behavior and all that kind of stuff. But there's always going to be that clincher and there's always going to be that big thing that swoops in and that's someone's mindset. So... That's so much more important to me, I believe, for business owners, because if you're not molding your mindset to execute over and over again, like you won't get the results that you're after anyway. So when, you know, when coming back to myself and when I was talking to her and and dropping out some information to send through email. It was going, well, the biggest struggles and the biggest hurdles that I had to work through was the doubt and the self-deprecating thoughts that I had about myself. Like they influenced so much of my business. And the beauty of hindsight is that I get to sit here today and and like talk with you guys about it and, and explore and, and truly see how much those thoughts affected my actions Um, so I'm going to kind of explain what I mean by that. And what I'm also going to do is hopefully give you a few little tips that you can do to start breaking into it for yourself. So we're in 2020 now. Um, and I remember it, 2016 was the year where I really started to like go into this shit. Um, I've been in the industry since 2013. So I'd been a coach for a couple of years. Um, and like I was growing as a business owner You know, I was, um, I was running a a really good business. My clients were getting fantastic results, but I still wanted something more for my business. I got to a point where I was like fully booked, you know, I'd reached kind of the ceiling on earnings and and time more was the thing, um, because I was running, you know, hour to hour. Um, and I couldn't put any more hours into my day in terms of coaching. So I was at that, that like ceiling of what I could do. Um, and I always kind of knew that I wanted to do something more with my business, um, Primarily when I looked at people that owned a gym, I was like, oh my God, that would be amazing to do something like that one day. But... Like, I I definitely can't do that. Like, who the fuck am I to be able to open a gym? um, I really don't have what it takes. And those were thoughts that were like, like, it was definitely around 2015 that I can remember those type of thoughts because I was getting to kind of the ceiling. But 2016 is when I really started to recognize that my mindset was a limiting factor. Um, And one of the big things that highlighted that for me is I went to a, a live event here in Melbourne for coaches. In the industry, um, and it was a two day event, and there was like presenters that I really admired. Um, you know, there was um, Craig Harper, Marco Tobre, um, there was Sebastian Oreb, there was who else is there? That's like, that's literally who I can remember. Craig Harper, I think I said that. Um, they were literally the ones that I can remember. And like, as they were talking, um, I was just getting so inspired and, and motivated to hear their stories because when you see people that have been successful, you're like, oh my God, I could never do what they're doing, but they kind of talked about the things that they did years ago and where they were. And it was very similar. Like there was very similar themes to like where I was and where other people were. And so it was just, especially Craig Harper, when I heard him speak, he just unlocked something in me that was like, you know what? Like maybe there is something else. And from that event, like it sparked a very much a personal development journey for myself. Um, and that year I just went like super, super into understanding my thoughts and my feelings because I just, I really didn't have an in-depth touch with myself as a person. Um, I got into the industry as a coach, like from a very... From a place of like like a hundred percent punishment, um, I did my certifications basically because I wanted to know what I could do from a coaching point of view, like from a training point of view. Sorry, in order to just like make myself way less, like it, that's literally why I got into the industry. And I actually talk about that a bit more detail. I think it's like episode two. Um, so getting becoming a PT was not necessarily about helping and serving people. Um, it was about you know, staying in the cycle that I was in of doing a lot of exercise and eating very little food. Um, and so for the first like one to two years, that's how like those were my thoughts around myself. And that really influenced who I was as a person, who I was as a coach um, and the dreams and kind of thoughts that I had for myself and my business. Um, and when 2016 really opened my eyes, I was like, wow. There's so much stuff underneath there and I didn't know truly what was underneath there. But I I knew that I didn't feel good about myself. I knew how I felt. Um, I was this close to not actually going to that event because I was so self-conscious. I was not confident. One of the biggest things that I remember was almost not going to the event because I didn't want to have to talk to people, but I wanted to sit in the front row like I 100% wanted the VIP seats, but with the VIP seats came a lunch and I was like, I don't want to do that. I 110% don't want to network with anyone, Um, but I wanted the recordings and I wanted to be there in the front row. So that was like, even to get, there was such a huge thing and people that know me now, um, that's not the person that they know. Um, But like, I was very much like that in 2015 and earlier and um, yeah, I was just very, very uncomfortable with myself. Um, I just didn't hold my head high. And so when I started just to get that initial spark, I was like, cause Craig Harbour resonated with me so much and I started following him and there was just that spark of something that's there. And that's all I followed because when you start personal development, like you don't know, like people think that you're gonna get a clear black and white one, two, three, four step. And I think this is why people get really frustrated with personal development because it's so gray. Like there is no set clear path, and it feels like you're doing nothing, and then it feels like you're doing everything. It's just a mind fuck sometimes. So all I did was just like follow that thought and follow that person that inspired me and just keep listening and watching what he was doing, and you know, expanding who I followed on social media getting some books that someone recommended and just follow that like yellow brick road and follow the little breadcrumbs that would get thrown out at each step and I reckon I was like not lucky I don't know if that's the right word but like my my thought of just like following the next step was definitely one thing that bode me well in that process because I wasn't like Searching for the one, two, three, four approach. It was just like uh, I don't know, just give it a shot and just kind of figure it out along the way, um, and that's the best approach to personal development. If once you get stuck stuck in that box of this is what you want to do and you want to like foresight plan for the next six months of personal development, you're kind of fucking yourself a bit. So I just really started following the breadcrumbs um, and following that yellow brick road and, and reading and finding myself you know, resonating with some a book or a podcast or a song or a post or whatever it might be. And as I kept doing that, I started to really realize the thoughts that were present in my head. And the biggest things there were like, not good enough, who am I to be doing anything more than what I'm doing now? Um fear of judgment, like what would other people think? Um, but also one of the biggest things that was there, um, not so much 2016, I was definitely on the path of working through it, but prior to that there were so many thoughts about my body image. Um, like most of my thoughts were consumed about how much fat I had on my body and what I fucking looked like and how much I was eating and how much I was training. Like I've realized now and have done for a number of years since I've done a lot of reflection around it, how much my brain was consumed by those thoughts. It was wild. like, And just, of course, if you're constantly thinking about those things, like, you waste your mental real estate obsessing about how much fat is on your legs or your tummy? And it really closed off some space and creativity and exploration to think bigger with my goals in my life. Um, So that 2016 awareness piece was really like, first of all, recognizing that the thoughts are there, there is something going on, and really gaining awareness of how those thoughts were present in my mind and my body, how they made me feel and then what the actions were as a result of that. So when I had thoughts like you're not good enough, that would like result in me. um, It would result in things like not charging enough for my training. Um, It would result in me not like being super assertive or direct when it came to like selling um, fear of like fear of judgment would be I wouldn't do certain things in the gym um, with my business because I didn't want to like upset other coaches or I didn't want anyone to like question what I was doing or go, oh, that's a silly idea. And it was just such a big thing that I didn't want to like, you know, have people think a certain way of me because I was so... I just had so like not enough confidence in myself and I felt so uncomfortable in who I was that I couldn't hold my head high and make decisions that I wanted to make because I just was so scared of people. Um, and so, yeah, fear of judgment, not good enough. Um, just there's just so much negative self-talk. There was so much negative self-talk about who I like, how I looked, first of all, and then how I looked It went on to who I was as a person because if we've sometimes got negative body image issues, um, we've got, you know, concerns about the way we look, we take that as that means that we're a bad person sometimes and that's very much what I was like. Um, And so, yeah, you know, whether it was like not charging enough for my coaching, not trying something in my business that I wanted to try because it might grow bottom up and then someone might be like, huh, told you so. Um, It's not like... not taking up space on the gym floor because there was all the dudes out there. Um, You know, I just didn't want to upset anyone. Um, It was just, yeah, it was just so much shit that kept me basically small. Like that's what it was. It kept me in a little box and it didn't allow me to break out of my comfort zone and it didn't allow me to break out into a bigger world of options. Um, So the first thing was, Addressing and, and gaining awareness around those thoughts, and then really understanding the impacts on my business and myself. Um, now, the tips that I want to give to you is that when we start to like when we really want to break into how our thoughts uh, affect our feelings and then affect our actions, is that the impacts of actions like that's that's the how would I work like that's the advanced version of that little little concept there. So thoughts drive our feelings, the way we feel about ourselves and the feelings and thoughts that we have, they drive the actions and the behaviors that we make and take. Um, and the actions and understanding that third piece, like that is the advanced portion. So the first part, awareness of thoughts and feelings, like that's the first part that is actually really, really hard. Because to be quite fair with you, you know, like it's not natural and it's not a lot of the time we don't want to pull the shit on ourselves and be like, Hey man, like what is actually going on upstairs? Like you think this way and, and lean into those thoughts. Like that's not often a comfortable thing to do. It's not something that we naturally want to do. It's, it's often eat, like it is easier to push those thoughts down and just go about day-to-day life and go about the immediate to-do lists and tasks that required of, of living. But you know, addressing the thoughts and feelings will allow us to then see the impacts on our actions. Um, now I'm not saying that you don't do the actions part and start to understand the impacts because I think it's important for you to build leverage on your shirt and for you to see how your thoughts and feelings are affecting your actions. But you can't understand the impacts of your thoughts and feelings if you don't gain awareness first and foremost. So really e- easy ways to, to gain obviously information about your own thoughts and feelings. There's a few different ways that you can do it. Um, you can obviously do it through a journaling practice. You can do it in the safety of your own brain and the safety of your own home and not let anyone in. Um, and that can be through journaling, whether it's something that you just kind of brainstorm and go with it, or you can obviously have prompts. Um Another way that I like to do it and I think is really important to incorporate in some manner is to have an external help. So meaning that you have a friend, you have a partner, you have a psychologist, you have a counselor, whatever, like having someone to help you gain perspective on your thoughts and feelings, I think is really important. And when I started doing that, that really changed it for me because you know, when you're stuck in your own shit, you're kind of stuck in your shit and you can't see a lot of stuff. And a lot of people don't want to talk to people or let those thoughts out because they are so shaming sometimes, right? And they are the deepest, darkest secrets. So I understand fully why people don't do and externalize because it's it's shameful, it's vulnerable, it's embarrassing, it's awkward. But it is one of the ways that you can fast track you know, gaining awareness around your thoughts and feelings is by getting someone else to bring some perspective. Um, but of course that needs to be someone that you trust, someone that is able to hold space for you and someone that, you know, doesn't judge you for sharing all these deep things with them. Um, so it's really important to, to think about who you're going to actually share that with. So, these, self, these thoughts of self-doubt and no confidence and judgment of others, they would like manifest in all of these self-deprecating thoughts. So what I mean by that is like thoughts that basically mean that I'm shitting on myself. So you're shit, you're stupid, you're useless, like you fucked that up again. So, you know, the doubt and the not good enough and the, no, the lack of confidence, those thoughts were there and they would travel into feelings of me literally shitting on myself as a person. And when I would shit on myself as a person, of course, like I felt awful. I felt like less than a human. I felt disgusted in myself. And if someone is disgusted disgusted in themselves and, you know, doesn't have any love for themselves internally, like why would they want to take action? Why would they want to go and do big things with their business? Why would they want to go ahead and create and, and pursue goals that were exciting and enticing when it's driven by a person that feels shit because they're saying shit things about themselves. So the biggest, the biggest like opener for my business and for my growth professionally was my own personal development. And I say this to people that I work with now, running your own business is going to be the biggest self-development tool that you've ever, ever embarked on, on your life. Because, you know, I could be talking to a client about her systems around, training like we could be talking about the training models that she offers the prices that she has the service level that she's offering to her clients and I can give her all these things and suggestions and go hey let's have a look at this product let's have a look at this model let's maybe hypothesize how we might change this for your clients and then we go and execute it and she can't execute it because she doesn't want to upset her clients or she doesn't want them to like leave because um now the price has been taken up and she doesn't think she is a good enough coach to be charging that. So it's a no brainer that we need to be looking at methodology and mindset because when we've got that mindset, whether we know it or not, or whether we have truly opened into it, it does affect our business and it does affect the actions that we take around our business. So um, it was really nice to like open into that again from when I was like, from who I was in 2016 compared to where I'm at now. And it's, it's such a few short years ago, like Like it's literally only four years ago, but it feels like I just feel so worlds away from that person. Um, And sometimes I do forget about how hard it was to live. Like it was just hard to get up every morning, you know, from getting up and putting on clothes and Like tearing myself apart because of the way that I looked in activewear, or the way that I, I could never go and get any other clothes. I never went shopping because I hated it. Because I hated it because of the way that I looked. Um, and so like I forget how much those thoughts impacted my day to day. From the moment that I woke up and put my clothes on, and then I drove to the gym and I already felt like shit. So I had to really pump myself up to like, you know, offer that service and be that person for my clients. And it was just every day was a shit fight. Every day was just an internal battle around what I looked like. And that impacted how I showed up as a coach, how I showed up as a business owner and how I showed up as a woman and a, and a partner. It was just, it was not a whole person. It was someone that's struggling inside to, to love herself. Um, and when I truly started like loving myself and internally believing that It doesn't matter what I look like and it doesn't matter if I have body fat on here or it doesn't matter if, you know, my legs look like this. When I started leaning into those thoughts, that was when I became a whole person and I became someone that was confident and could assert my thoughts and and share my opinions and put myself on the gym floor on the busy area with the guys and take, you know, reserve a barbell for my girls because I didn't feel like I, because I felt like I, I I, fit there. It's not like I, I didn't feel that I wasn't good enough to stand up and be in that space. So, fuck, that's, that's crazy. Like, it's so weird to think about even my body image affecting me setting up gear and taking a space on the gym floor. And like, you know, standing up to a, an asshole gym bro at the, at the gym and, and saying, hey, no, we're, we're, we're going to train here as well because that impacted the service level of my clients. So self-doubt and self-deprecating thoughts kept me small. And it wasn't until I really started leaning into everything that was going on in my head. It wasn't until I was like, let's fucking tackle this behemoth. <laughs> it, was, it was when I tackled that, that I was able to have the business growth that I was after and make the decisions that I make now and be really assertive, and be really direct, and be opinionated, and, and not feel like I have to minimize my voice, or not make a decision in my business, because it's not been done before, because of, you know, I don't have fear of judgment of others, and all of those things, so if, you, if you're if you wanting to do something in your business, I'm going to leave you with this, if you're wanting to, to grow somewhere in your business, and, and make a decision, but you know that your thoughts are stopping you, or maybe you don't know that your thoughts are stopping you, but you wonder why you can't push forward with the goals that you're after in your business, I want you to really take it back to that thoughts, feelings, actions model. And I want you to start breaking into the awareness piece, the awareness around what's going on, and then acknowledging how these thoughts are actually impacting your business decisions and how you operate a business and how you are as a coach and person. Um, because it's when you really just start to lean into that, that's when everything will open for you. So I hope that I hope that made sense today and I hope that gave you something to think about. Um and I look forward to, you know, talking and, and sharing some thoughts with you next week. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, Rasheen H on Instagram or Rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.